Welcome to my channel. My name is Taylor Schneider and I am Awaken Media. On this channel, I hope to inspire, I hope to create, and I hope to become just as all of you who are tuning in. May everybody find great belief within themselves as they become all that they were born to be. And may I hold this platform for everybody who is ready to show up and make a change. Welcome and enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I have uh, a virtual meeting with my wonderful friend, Bonnie Worth. Bonnie, welcome on. How are you today? Hi, Taylor. I'm doing well. I'm really excited to be here with you and sharing this conversation. I can't wait to see where it's going to take us. It's such a pleasure. I'm so excited to have you here. Before we press record, we just said it's so cool to see how we can evolve and grow. And right now at the stages of our life that we can meet up and have this, you know, conversation, this interview and hold space for one another. It's uh, it's pretty powerful. I mean, back 10 years ago or whatever it was when you first <laughs> held space for me, I don't think we ever would have envisioned or imagined that we could both be here in this space either. Right? Right. Absolutely. And I look at, you know, where your journey has taken you, where my journey has taken me and how it's all unfold and re- unfolded and brought us right back together, which is almost feels like from where we started, except it is a new beginning or a new relationship that is birthed now and moving forward. So I love that we get to be in this space with each other to hold the space and of course, celebrating uh, the, the amazing work that both of us are called to do. I think that's so cool to mention, Bonnie, because I, you know, for viewers who will be coming on, which I didn't even really get you to do an intro because I got to jump right in here and (laughs) um, mediumship is something that we both do. We both practice. We both are, but there's such a incorrect um, belief system around it, I believe, Mm -hmm. because people think, you know, there's a certain practice or a certain way you have to serve in, in order to be the medium that you are. And I think that you and I are kind of really great examples of just how your gift can help you evolve into all the places that you wish to become or grow into, you know, like podcasting and speaking and, and showing up doing retreats, you know, doing holding space for people like, can you share a little bit on that, Bonnie, how your mediumship has evolved over the years? Yeah, you know, Taylor, I love this question because one of the biggest things for me is in messaging to people is that mediumship is more than just talking to dead people. I think there's, you know, first there's a really unhealthy consciousness that exists about mediums, about the work that we do. And again, even in terms of within the idealisms of what that needs to look like. I know over the years, I had a lot of people that would say, you have this gift and you're not even using it for what you should be using it for. And I was like, wow, the expectation that people had on me as a medium in terms of the call that I felt to be in service or how I wanted to use my capacities in connection to the other side. Yes, we most certainly can talk to those loved ones on the other side, but it it really begins to expand and and evolve in this un unprecedented scope of purpose that we all feel. And I think there, you know, it shows up in many different ways. I, you know, a lot of mediums are, you know, will do the, um, the readings where there is the validity of life after death. That's a part of their calling, their mission and their purpose, where many others feel this form to be able to express, to share the wisdom, the guidance that seems to move through us from a source that is greater than all of 
of us. And so where we look at mediumship, yes, we can definitely engage with with the other side and, and you know, reestablish those connections and have the healing offered in that way. But it is so much more. And I think, you know, where we begin to recognize all of the ways that we can express our talents and gifts into the world and what truly being of service through mediumship is all about. And when we look at it in, in terms of that vastness, where we look at all things are possible, and we just happen to have access and a way to be able to begin to channel through uh, the the guidance, the help, the the lessons, the wisdom at times when, you know, we all need to hear it. And I'm sure you've even had those experiences and, you know, in, in the work that you're doing where something is coming through for you as much as it is for someone else. And I love that we can be, you know, as I, as you are, as you declare yourself and I declare myself, I'm a channel medium, which means I open up and allow for what needs to be given offered or shared to be the way and direction uh, uh, that I use my my abilities, what we could say with the other side or with these higher realms of consciousness. I think, Bonnie, it's like the reminder that, you know, at the end of the day, we are human. So we have the choice, right? So it's in the right. choice of what we want to do, how we want to project our gift yeah. in how we're going to support the consciousness. And at the end of the day, I think that's always up to you and your own evolution and what you want that to look like. So how have you seen that grow for you? I mean, I've seen it grow in my practice, but also witnessing you and, and watching you grow over, let's say the last 10 years of knowing you, I mean, your practice has substantially changed. Absolutely, it has. And I think, you know, in the beginning, I, I started out with an idea that this was simply about doing readings for other people. And I think a big piece of that was seeing and the impact that my willingness to support my friend through her loss of her of her spouse really made a significant impact on her life. I began to recognize that um, this ability had such healing depth and power. And, you know, in the beginning, that's really where it started out. I started just doing readings, you know, healing sessions for people and and never could have imagined the scope of my work evolving and changing to what it is today. Um, I think, you know, there too, in some way, had my guides shared with me what was going to come, I would have met in great resistance. Yeah. And I would have said, No, you've got the wrong girl for the job. That's not what I'm that's not me. No, I'm checking out. <laughs> I'm checking out. I'm checking out. Exactly. So, you know, really how it has evolved. And, and again, um, you know, when I look at the different ways, you know, in the beginning, just doing that very, very small, very quiet way of being of service to all of a sudden, you know, supporting other mediums and uh, and then being called to facilitate retreats and and intensive um you know programs that allowed for you know the healing of trauma and and helping to people to really unearth their joy and understand their own worthiness and it just became you know so much of a bigger part of of the equation for me and that's taken on many different forms over the years you know um, again starting out in a very solo unique business I you know published um, a magazine called um, pure magazine at the start of it I wanted to do nothing more than to advocate and promote holistic and alternative therapies for people because I know the impact that it had for me in being able to heal from my you know the traumas of my life and and uh, I wanted to be that voice and, and bring that into the forefront and let people know that there were alternatives. So I went about my life and, you know, continued to promote and highlight all these healers, these people in the world. I had a radio show, which was on, you know, Pure Talk Radio, which I did for many years, uh, later moved into my podcast of Lighten Up. Um, 
um, you know, lots of different ways that I've been, you know, through the years, only to now be at the forefront again, to now be placed, you know, that very initial yearning that I had for um, alternative and alternative therapy and holistic approaches to life and healing. I was so passionate about it at the beginning of my of my journey. Uh, and now to find myself at the forefront of being the voice um, on a much larger scale uh, in taking the position in, in, in global media to be able to now begin to be a voice for the shamans, for the healers, for the mediums, to begin to let people know that there are alternatives for their healing and that traditional ther traditional therapy, the pharmaceutical approach that we have and the quick fixes in our, in our life to just kind of allow for coping through things as opposed to thriving. And I'm so grateful when I look back at where my journeys take, you know, that, that yearning, that great desire that I had at the beginning of my journey when I started my business to where it has evolved and grown simply because of of my free will and choice. And I love that you said that we do have free will in all of this. We do get to choose how we want to show up. Not everyone is a medium like you and I who are ready to take stage and, and to get real public about it. As I always say, the only person you ever need to admit you're a medium to is yourself. It's a part of who you are. It's it's about you know the denial of, of our truth and we can't deny our truth to ourselves. And so it's more than just doing readings for people. This is about you being able to completely own and be who you are and being of service. I think this is a you know great miscon misconception in the in the whole realm of, of spirituality of being of service is that it, we need to be doing something for someone to be of service. And yet at the core, we simply need to be loving, kind, gracious, forgiving. And that's being of service too. just letting that light penetrate and infiltrate through us. I totally agree, Bonnie. You are the definition of evolution. Like how you've evolved and grown is so cool. Now that you mentioned your radio show and stuff, like, yeah, I totally remember that. You, yeah. you know, you almost forget all the stages and, and up leveling everybody goes through because yeah, you just, you are who you are. You're your amazing self. And you're right. You've been through so many different chapters, but I think it's like, once you get lit, once you decide this is what I'm doing, it's just now you get to decide now in what ways do I want to bring that forward and what ways do I want to embrace that but I think a lot of the time is we deal with our own human limitations right oh, so it, sure. takes, it takes so much time in ways to to up level to get to the stages and phases that we we can get to because of our own limitations because of our own belief systems right so it's not that you weren't always meant to do the global work but it took that time of unpeeling, I'd say, to to get into that space, as I feel like it's done for me too, right? Abs absolutely, Taylor. And I think, you know, we are constantly on a healing journey. We never get it done. I think there, you know, we're not, we don't start this journey and think, okay, I'm going to work through all this stuff. We meet ourselves on this path over and over and over again. But there is something in terms of making the decision. I always talk about there's a difference between the willingness to do this work and the decision to do that. Because in the willingness, we're all willing to be of service. We're all have a great desire to help other people. We really want to, you know, contribute in some form or way in, in positively in other people's lives. We're all willing to do that. 
Right. But there's something distinctly different that, that takes place in the decision to do this, because now in moving into the decision to do this, there is no, I, I always say I have no plan B. This is the decision to do this, to be of service, to look at the many ways in which I can utilize my gifts, talents, and abilities to help and support other people. But it is, it you know, that is, there's a very distinctive difference, even energetically, that takes place within the universe as to what begins to manifest. Manifest. But we also need to be very cognitive of our of ourselves on this journey that we learn is self love, self forgiveness, we have co learned compassion for ourselves, that I always look at we need to heal the belief systems of, you know, um, the conditioning that we all have in many different ways. Uh, and in order to, un uh, you know, uncover that greater truth of, of what we know, and what we understand, and what we truly believe believe it for ourselves. And as we become clearer and clearer, we become clearer and clearer channels in all of that. The more healing that we do, the greater of service we can be for other people in this world. And so I've seen, you know, over the years, a lot of um, individuals who've started businesses and who have had great willingness to be of service, but there is almost the neglecting of or the of doing the deeper work that is necessary to support or to align what we could say you know, in some ways is that soul's ultimate destiny in this lifetime. So, you know, we do need to become very aware of ourselves and how we're showing up in the world, but more importantly, how we're showing up for ourselves. Totally. I love that. It's like, the more you do it, obviously the more infinite it comes, the more connected yes. you become, the more you trust in it, the more you lean into yes. it and the more it becomes in every aspect of your life really. Right. Yeah. Um, but Bonnie, like as you've up leveled here and I mean, you've taken big stage now, like you're in a, a big place and, <laughs> and for the, you know, all the humans listening, what kind of unpeeling did you feel you had to go through? Cause I, I feel like because of all of our deep conditioning, when an opportunity shows up where we really get to choose that now this is purpose, this is what my soul desires. This is that next step I have been working hard towards when that actually yeah. shows up how much deconditioning did you feel you had to go through or process through to be able to really, I guess, claim the stage that's calling for you? Mm -hmm. You know, ultimately, and I think we've had conversations with for Taylor, it all came down to worthiness for me, being worthy of be, of holding that position, of being worthy of being the voice or or accepting of the recognition that this also brings, right? So there was a lot in terms of my own insecurities, my own beliefs about whether I was good enough, smart enough, had enough, you know, um, uh, experience. I think one of the the biggest thing I remember being on the uh, uh, in conversation with the selection panel at NBC and um, in that in that conversation I had, um, they, one of the things that they said to me is you have no degrees, how, what, you know, you have nothing behind your name that would ever place you in, in terms of what someone would judge or think of you as being an expert. What do you have to say about that? And it was like, oh, wow. wow, like that caught me off, right, where I really had to dig deep and in, in that moment and say, okay, so what is this? And I said, you're right. I have no, I have no degrees. I have no doctorate behind my name. I don't have any professional status in this whatsoever, but life has qualified me. God has qualified me. My source has qualified me. And so that was something I needed to reaffirm, not only to them, but to to myself in that moment as well. And so for me, the worthiness, of, the, the worthiness, worthiness to be there. Yeah, right. The yeah. worthiness. Yeah. And that to know that I was just as worthy of this position or this recognition as what anyone else 
was, you know, where we look, I, I think like all of us, we have this demon of comparison where we look at other people and see what they're doing in the world. And we're comparing what they're doing, the impact they're having. And it, it begins to stir our own insecurities, our doubt and, and, and this fear of, you know, I think in some way the pressure or uh, the fear of failing at this and, totally. and, you know, all of that were all things I needed to confront, but they've been a continuation of things, Taylor, when you talked earlier about the layers of things, this was all, this was all the stuff I'd been healing and working through my whole entire life. So even through the traumas and the abuse and, and the feeling like I had no value and I wasn't lovable and I wasn't worthy. And we say the universe, you know, has a great sense of humor. It took someone who had zero self-worth uh, and, and gave me the last name of worth so that every single day when I introduce myself, when I have to sign my name, when I have to show up, that I'm remembering my own intricate value. And that's been that's been a part of my whole entire healing journey. And it continued to be even to move into this position to be able on this scale, I still was confronted with my own worthiness. I think that's beautiful to mention, Bonnie, because I, I think that we have this unrealistic thought in our mind that when we when we get to the place where we're ready for the big leagues or the big stage that we're not going to have to reface all of that and we do just from a new level and a new awareness and what is our challenge is going to continue to show up it's our dark the shadow self that's trying to counteract and bring balance into the light and dark of of our being right so it's we're trying to show up in the light we've got to be aware that that dark's going to come forward too and try to overpower us but it doesn't absolutely Right. And every time that happened, it was ultimately always putting me into what is my choice in this moment? Is it my choice to listen to the old the old uh, conditioning or the the little one? I always say that exists inside of us, the wounded one. Or is my choice here to be within my power, my light and authority to claim sovereignty over my life? What is my choice in this moment? And it's always money. We don't ever get rid of our challenge, but our challenge is always brought up to push us even deeper into our light. And I think we just have to yes. revisit the way we're looking at that. Like even for you to be Absolutely. sitting here right now, Bonnie, and say, I still have to work through my worthiness to be mm-hmm. able to show up in this space. Mm-hmm. But that's a part of your journey. That's been a part of your human challenge that you've Absolutely. had to face, no matter if it was a big step or a small step in your life, right? Absolutely. It didn't matter what I was doing. You know, it didn't matter all those firsts that come about or that were, you know, the universe is always bringing us opportunities and we have a course free will to say yes or no. I'm always the type of person that when my ego is freaking out a little bit and those insecurities are coming up, I'm going to say yes to it because something good is about to happen. Something is positioning me and taking place that's going to keep me aligned with path and purpose of being of service in a way I hadn't maybe expected or anticipated. So anytime I start freaking out in, the, in a little bit in that, anytime I start getting scared, I know that something really great is about to happen. So I go for it. But that bridge between going from the insecurity to the decision to say yes to it there's a lot that comes up and we're faced with I'm faced with my shadows I'm faced with you know all of that and again always in acting and calling forward that light if it wasn't for my connection truly to my guides to my angels to my loved ones on the other side to source and to hear those messages of encouragement and reminders of my birthright 
you know, my birthright and not my birthright greater than anyone else's birthright, but all of our birthright to be and who we are and to express in the way that, you know, we can we can express uninhibited and within free in liberation and freedom. When I look at that, when I claim over and over and over again through the power of those choices and in those moments. And again, it's like, wow, I, I, I have to otherwise I would I would derail myself. I would self-sabotage myself and I'd get in the way of some of the greater things that are looking to unfold or manifest through me. Right. So your your resistance is your confirmation. You go that yes. way. You take that path. Exactly. <laughs> right. Most people they stop and they're like, oh yeah, no, I'm not doing this. I'm feeling uncomfortable. And I'm opposite. I'm but I have an indigo spirit. And so as an indigo, I'm always going to be pushing the boundary a little bit. I'm always going to do in opposition of what's showing up. You know, I've always said I'm the type of person where the the crowd is all telling me it's it's yeah, it's white. And I'm gonna say, no, 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 it's black. And let me tell you all the reasons why it's black like I've never gone with the grain I've always gone against the grain and so even when it comes into these times when I'm when I'm deeply challenged when my ego is freaking out I I don't allow myself um, I don't allow it to jeopardize where I'm going. And again, that comes down to which was ultimately that decision to be of service, that decision to do this work. And Taylor, in doing that, I think, you know, this is where so much of my disconnect, my suffering, my depression, my anxieties, um, the um, the pain, the wounding, you know, that took place for me in my life. It was because I was disconnected from expressing this part of me. And so when well, you I were look really at it, here to do, right? Right. Right. And, and that light and being in, you know, the joy of existence. Right. And so I look at it. It's like, I don't want to go back to where I was. And so I look at when my ego shows up and is it going to keep me in suffering or is it taking me closer to that joy and well-being? Because now I'm at a place in my life. I'm always going to choose what's closer to the light. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful, Bonnie. That's so powerful because I just don't think enough humans even think that they should embrace the discomfort. Again, it goes back to right. the and and what we've been taught is if it doesn't feel good you know if you feel uncertain if you feel fearful you probably shouldn't do it but as we've talked about before fear is really just excitement and hiding you know if you feel clear right you're probably really excited and you probably really should do it Right. And fear shows up. But what is it? What, what's the invitation here? What is this showing me about me that I haven't recognized or realized yet? What is it that I need to shift? Oops, sorry, as I bubble bounce my laptop as I what do I need to shift? What do I need to heal? What do I need to how, what's a different perspective that I could see or have available to me now? The, that self inquiry in those moments when fear shows up, fear is always going to show up. And it shows up as a means and way of, of protection. Our ego wants to protect us. And we need to look at that as an opportunity to say, wow, I, I can really reflect and dig in deep here. And we do the work at those times so that fear isn't the decision in that moment. And it's not to say, Taylor, like over the years, like this is not an this we could say in some ways is not an easy path. I have been on my knees and I have been crying and I have been pleading and I have felt great, um, you know, fear and uncertainty. And I've been put into positions where there feels like it's uh, risking everything. 
but it has always been in the complete, you know, falling forward into faith, falling forward into surrender, falling forward into the light to be of service, which is really ultimately what's carried me through. And so when I look at these times when fear comes up, it's like, wow, you know, um, uh, I worked with uh, Bob Proctor for many years and Bob always talked about uh, the terror barrier, you know, the terror barrier that rises up and side of all of us. And we can allow that to keep us where we are in our lives. But if we're truly in a way that where you've got big desires and, and we have, you know, looking for prayers to be answered, we must be in a position to, to take down that barrier, to no longer let it override our, our own psyche. And that really becomes a skill all of its own. Totally, totally. Um, let's talk about the act of surrender a little bit, Bonnie. Have you yeah. found that surrender has led you into these places, the moments when you fully went, you know what, I don't know, I, mm-hmm. I've, I've got to let this go. I've got to let this play out. Have you found that that's usually the greatest when the greatest things are able to come forward in your life is through the act of surrender? Absolutely. I think surrender, you know, when we look at surrender, it's surrendering our beliefs about ourselves. It's surrendering uh, how we would the idealisms for our lives. It's surrendering how we think things should be going and allowing for something greater than ourselves to take form. Um, For me, ultimately, I remember, you know, my first real uh, realization of what surrender really meant. And um, I was just I was just in, you know, coming into being 30 years old, I had three beautiful babies at home. Um, my past had really caught up with me. I was, you know, in, in, um, in panic. I was not, I was not well, I was severely depressed and feeling very hopeless in my life. And I was contemplating suicide for the third time again in my life, where I was really kind of looking at where's my out because I was just, I couldn't continue life in the way that I had been, I had been living it. And I remember ultimately, you know, that prayer of surrender. And I remember thinking I had these three beautiful children and I could not in good, um, in my good consciousness, be able to leave them with a legacy of, of a mom who was not strong enough to continue to show up for them. And so I remember that night where, you know, I just, in my prayer, my pleading with God, it my, it was like, God, I can't take my life. I can't do that. So it's either you take my life or you take everything that's happened to me means something. Make this mean something so that uh, because I can't continue, I surrender. I give up. Ev- I give up my life. I give it up. Boom. Wow. And in that moment of surrender, that ultimate prayer of surrender, it was like it felt like what was the next day? All of a sudden, people and circumstances and events were, began to take place. It's like the whole universe was just waiting for me to ultimately surrender in that moment to surrender to a will that was bigger than my own. And so I found that time and time again, you know, surrender, it's constant. I think life is a, a constant act art of forgiveness. And in coming with that is also the art of surrender over and over and over being able to surrender our own idealisms and will for our life to allow for a bigger will to take form through us. I think, Bonnie, it's almost like when we surrender, it's like we remove limitation from being in front of us to behind mm-hmm. us. We still have the exactly. limitation. And when it's right. presented, we're still going to think about it. But if it's not leading us, then we yes. actually become open to the possibilities that are really meant for us. Right. Absolutely. That's exactly it. Because we we let go, as you said, 
of all of the conditioning, the idealisms, the beliefs we have about our life and about ourselves and, and anything that's interfering. It's the completely, I don't believe in letting go, but I believe it's in letting up, letting, right. you know, we give, we don't, we don't give up on our lives. You know, we don't give up on ourselves, but we give up our, our struggle. We give up for something greater. And that begins to take form when we get out of the way. It's like, once we get out of the way, the universe is going, okay, finally, we can, we can help you with this. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And that even comes forward, Bonnie, with like, I mean, you've, you've done so many retreats over the years and you've yeah. helped through so many people. You've done so many speaking engagements, that sort of thing. How do you find, you know, do you, when you, when the idea comes to mind that this is where you need to serve right now, do you really find the act of surrender is what leads you into kind of the topics, the space you're going to hold the, mm -hmm. the kind of the whole way it ends up playing out? Like, what do you Absolutely. do with that? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Time and time again. And, and, you know, for me, this is always ultimately of getting out of my own way. And so I have a mind that, um, you know, astrologically, I've got, you know, five planets in air, I've got a grand trine in air. And so I'm thinking constantly there, it's at a fast pace and lots of thoughts. And, and uh, as we, you know, as, um, I kind of move into some of these things where I begin to overthink everything and I begin to, and I have to very consciously get myself out of my mind and get myself out of the way because I always say, I think I always have an idea of what needs to happen and I have to be, I have to become skilled at getting out of the way. So what is needed as opposed to what I think is needed can take, can take over. And this even happened this last weekend. I had a really big event this last weekend. And um, when looking at uh, the production of what, you know, what everything entailed, I had certain things that I thought needed to happen. Like I was overthinking it. I wanted to make sure even in terms of my keynote that there were certain things that I spoke about that I shared. Um, and I was like, to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to need cue cards. I'm going to have to write things down, etc. And yet, then there was this moment of going, I've never done that. I've always just allowed for, I've set an intention. I've done my own prayer, a prayerfulness practice, an invocation of, of being a clear and open channel and allowing for what needs to be shared or how being of service needs to be um, be administered, you know, to the people who have gathered and to let that flow through me, that my words, that that uh, the messages are clear and land on the hearts uh, of those who have gathered in the highest and best way. And I so love I love that, Bonnie. That it's like, even if your stage changes and grows, you are yes. not meant to change. Like you are supposed to no still be the beautiful channel that you are. And that's where our limitations come forward too, right? We're like, exactly. oh, we're on the big stage. So we better deliver something way better than what we've ever right? done. That's not why we're here. Because people are going to be, there's more people watching than they have ever watched before. There's people who are expecting certain things from you that you're going to need to deliver. You know, all of this expectation, all of this pressure. And it really had me feeling again, I'm not good enough for this. What am I, you know, and yet I had showed up on stage time and time again. And so I really kind of moved into that. Like, no, I'm going to just get get everybody else out of the equation here and I'm going to let being of service be my main focus. And so when that happened, it's then again, the message that came through the the what trans the transmissions of healing that took place it was beyond anything i could have conceptualized for myself and again i needed to surrender i needed to surrender you know what i what i thought that needed to be i needed to surrender the expectations whether those were myself or from other people and just let myself be who i who i am
I love that. I think even if we show up in a different environment, we're going to deal with the discomfort. It's like riding a bike, like getting on the bike. It's a little shaky at first, but once you start to pedal, you get right back into, oh yeah, this is, right. I know what I'm doing. And then you just flow with it. Right. And that's probably the same thing with these larger events right now. Right. It's like, yes. once you just get yourself in there and start to talk, that channel is just so, it's so infinite. Everything that yeah. you need to bring up right there, right then is is always brought to you, right? Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, in my life and, you know, most people see me out on stage and they see me, you know, I talk a lot, I'm teaching a lot. I've been showing up for years in doing this work. I'm actually a very quiet person. I was a very shy when I was, a, when I was a little girl. Um, I'm a little bit introverted and people wouldn't never know that about me because anytime I get into the stage, it's like once I take the microphone, something takes me over. Right. Right. And so it's like, you know, anytime I'm nervous, anytime I'm feeling the insecurities of things, um, I focus on being of service. How can I be of service in this moment? And that becomes the predominant focus for me and the predominant um, intention, no matter the group that I'm speaking to, no matter whether I'm sitting one on one and having an interview, you know, even with you here today, that was that was my prayer and my asking. And it's even like that for the bigger stage events as well. Right, right. If this is what you're here to do, and you can surrender into it, you're going to show up yeah. however you need yeah. to, wherever you need to. I, I like yeah. that you mentioned that because my husband, actually, we did a podcast last week. And we thought, oh, fun. Yeah. And I thought, oh, shit, he's not much of a talker. Like, I gotta write some questions down in case we get stumped. <laughs> And he just took the mic and this whole different version of him came forward. But wow. that, that that's the validation of the channel of the connection when we can get out of our own way and allow for this is the way I'm going to serve. This is the way I'm being called to show up. What comes out of you is is phenomenal. And really, you can learn from your own teachings, right? You can learn from your own listening back to probably your speaking engagements or your classes you've put on. Yes. You're like, wow, like, this is so prominent right now in my own life to listen to you because that is a channel flowing through you. And yes, yes, it's not direct to you. But then when you listen to it, it's like, wow, that's exactly what I need to hear in this moment in my life. Right. 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 Absolutely. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. It's so beautiful how that happens. You know, it truly does. And I remember years ago, so I came from uh, a career where I had to have everything prepared. I had to have all of, you know, documentation. I had presentations I needed to put together. I had to, you know, whether that be tech, you know, technology wise or what I was handing out to groups, et cetera. And so when I came into doing this work and I was preparing for anything, I went through this massive amount of work before any class, any retreat, anything to have all these resources and materials to validate or back up the yeah. things that I wanted to present. And I remember one day my guide said to me, Bonnie, just show up. Can you just show up? And I went, you want me to just to show up? They're like, and I like, yes, this resounding. Yes. It's like, holy Dinah. So I just showed up feeling so unprepared. And even though, you know, we're kind of a little bit, you know, uncertain about it. And my introverted self is feeling, you know, all of these emotions and all of this, this uncertainty for it. But in the it's like the moment I hand myself over, the moment I surrender and the moment I open up and allow for that to come through. It's like we are more prepared for than what we even realize. It doesn't matter what we're looking to do. We're already prepared. We've got it inside of us. And it's just looking to be expressed and to, and to be known. I like that. I think it's our ego, right? Because it's, it's the condition. Totally. Like you don't show up unprepared. You show up with, you know, you show up and you, sh you show that you've done the work 
right right get into the space but I remember that within you Bonnie level two I took with you and I remember you saying well we're you know at the first weekend retreat or whatever we did you're like so um I actually got the idea last night of or whatever you said I can't remember what you said but it was that was yeah. such a light bulb moment for me of oh yeah when we can just show up in the energy of the space we're being called to hold, we will touch on so many greater things than what we would if we had pre-prepared because we're sitting right here current in this current vibration. And that's where we're going to meet the people the most, right? Right. Absolutely. I think it's how every single one of my programs really came to be. And you were at the birthing of that, of that program, because I went into that weekend. I, I wasn't sure, you know, even through the year, what am I, what am I facilitating this year? What is being brought forward? It was in the, it was just continuously to show up and allow for what needed to be presented to come through. And, and that's really where the birthing of so, you know, it's because of those programs. Previously, I would have had that all prepared ahead of time. And it was like, sometimes I feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants and I'm pulling it out of thin air in the moment, but that's how it works. Right. And, and so, yeah, just show up, just show up and be who you are, show up and be that light, show up and allow for that to to work through you. And I'm sure you've even found like with your own podcast where your own mind is going, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about this week. I have no idea of the conversation. And then all of a sudden you get a microphone put in front of you and you're like, oh, I've got this. Right. (laughs) Totally. Totally. And but that's that's what it is. It's like even you doing that, Bonnie invited me to be able to do that, which invites everybody else to be able to do that. Yes which makes us all show up a lot more present and in the, in the energies at play and to know that that's right. okay. And again, that goes back to trusting and surrendering and just really being showing up and knowing your worthiness and knowing that, you know, if you can claim the space that you're going to take up, you're going to do a really good job. Yeah. You know, oh my gosh, so true. Um, it reminds me, I had a, um, a participant this last weekend asked me a question about faith. What do you do when you don't have faith in a higher power? What do you do, you know, in that moment? And ultimately, as you said, not only is it trust and is it, you know, in yourself, but it is having faith in yourself too. You know, being able to look, take a look back at the things you've already achieved and accomplished in your life. And that was a big piece of this for me, back the things that have was successful at already that I had in terms of lived experience, like all these times where I showed up in classes, and it was just coming through in the moment, we're going to see this is what I was guided, this is what we're going to do. And and just seeing that time and time again, that was the building of trust for me, trust in my connection, trust in what being of service really looks like, um, that invitation to just show up. And, uh, you know, through that really is where faith in myself began to be born. And so even if we don't have faith, in a higher power, or we don't, you know, regardless of what our beliefs are, um, what doctrine or, uh, you know, that we follow, this really is ultimately being able to have faith in, in the source or in the faith in ourselves based on what we've already achieved and accomplished in our lives and, and what is possible. We only need to reflect backwards to see how far we've come. And we can use that as a grounding force for us, no matter what we're looking to do going forward. I love that. Being willing to reflect, I can do this because I've done hard things. In fact, I've done a lot of hard things. A lot of hard things, right? Yeah. I love that. And do you find, like, I mean, every time, you know, we're growing and up-leveling and all these new opportunities are coming forward, you know, we're dealing with those deep, deep, dark wounds too, right? Like they, they almost sometimes feel like they get bigger, Mm -hmm. but I think we just get closer to the root of them, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Like closer to the, to the, to the deep imprinted, 
um, belief system of them, right? So have you found that, Bonnie, where you've really been plucking out a lot of those, you know, where you're reflecting maybe back more to the childhood and back to where this root was planted. And now you're like, wow, where I'm at right now, this seems quite simple. It's almost like when you wait long enough for the garden to grow the produce, eventually, yes. when I pluck this out, it's it becomes quite simple to actually let it go, right? If you wait for the carrot to get big and juicy, at, you can just pluck it out. But if you pull it out too soon, there's resistance with it, right? Oh my gosh. I love that analogy. Is that so true? I love that. I love that. Um, for me, I always, as I always say, our medicine is in the wound and it is in the, tr- our gift is in the trigger. And when we are triggered by things in our lives, this is about looking at in that moment, no matter how emotionally overwhelming, no how disoriented we may become, or these things from our past are showing up, we have the power of our choice in that moment, where we can react in the way we've always reacted, or we can respond in a whole different way by invoking upon our own power of choice. And sometimes I know for me, in that moment is this, I am choosing for this to no longer be my way of living and being. Just wow. simply having my having that conversation with myself in that moment. So it's where you know where we look at these 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 opportunities are tr- in, in being triggered. It's not to pull up the wound and add more you know suffering into the equation. The universe is bringing forward to us an opportunity where we can begin to change the trajectory of our lives, but we need to be consciously aware. And I'll tell you, I fell in the pothole time and time and time again, until I realized what was in that moment for me. And by choosing it consciously over and over again, all of a sudden, the trigger lessens and lessens, it has no more power over me, I now have power to move forward in my life instead. Wow, that that's powerful, Bonnie. That's so powerful. Yeah, no, I love that. And so how do you feel, Bonnie, like moving forward? I mean, do you feel like where you're at right now is something that, you know, like, what else is possible? Because this feels like, <laughs> yeah. like you know, this is amazing. I, it's funny, I just yesterday, I was connected with spirit. Well, obviously, I'm always connected with spirit. But the yes. download was download was when you need nothing, you're able to attract everything in your life. Because when you know what yes. you need, you're no longer blindfolded to that specific. And when yes. you see the space of that, I'm infinite and I have absolutely everything I need. It's like mm-hmm. all the doors open and so yeah. many more things pour through. And you're like, I didn't even know I needed that. I didn't even know I right. wanted that. I now that's pouring wanted. through and that's pouring right. through. Right. But it's like getting away because that need is such a low vibration. It's such a, uh, it's a guilt vibration almost. It's a shame. It's just in the lower fearful space that keeps you down. And and it's like, if you need that, then that's all you're going to get. But if Mm -hmm. you feel yourself that you have everything, everything that you possibly could need, then all of a sudden anything can come forward. Everything. Right. Right. To not want for anything, but to realize that you have it all. Right. Right. That, that that when we look at it in terms of, and I agree that n- being needy of anything only is, is a lower vibration and it only keeps us stuck and perpetuating in this, uh, the wanting aspect for our lives and feeling like our prayers are not answered. Right. But when we release the need and when we release the need and we recognize we have, we want for nothing, that the whole time we were searching for for our own love, our own source, our own connection, our own self-respect, our own ourselves. We were searching for ourselves the whole time. And when we look and realize that, you know, when we're, when we can really 
uh, appreciate who we are, when we can really love who we are, we're no longer in need of recognition. We're no longer needed of approval from other people. We're no longer needing other people to make us feel confident or secure in our lives. It's all happening from within us. So when our need dissipates, it's amazing what can begin to shift and happen. It's like, it's almost when we look at an aspect of manifestation, it's like, you know, it happens in the moment as opposed to this thing that seems so far away. And it, you're right. I go into like, like, holy shit. Like if this is what has transpired, like what else is possible? Like what else could even be underway within this current that I'm, you know, moving into this, this consciousness where miracles are being created in moments in my life. And it's like to be on, in that stream of consciousness and to be playful in that you can't help but wonder, you know, and I think for all of us as human beings, and especially you think, you know, you look at your own little, your own little babies, you know, they have this sense of wonderment. They're so in awe with the world around us, around them, but we lose that sense of wonderment. We lose that sense of awe because everything becomes so conditioned and so serious and so um, in need of, of some kind of fulfillment in our lives that we're always, ex ex you know, seeking externally to be satiated and satisfied in our lives. And once we reach the point where we begin to unearth and to pull it out from within everything the dynamic really begins to change and shift in great ways and part of that is we need to fall back into that childlike frame of mind with a sense of awe and wonderment over our lives because the universe loves keeping us in wonderment it loves the awe that we get from the ride when we're willing to you know to move into the willingness to do it but also this decision to stay aligned and true to who we are. I love that. That's like, you know, going back to the virgin eyes almost, right? That's really yes. what it is. It's like right. we condition, we go so deep into the heaviness of life, of the consciousness of that nothing's possible. That's what we are. Right, believe. right. And then yes. it's like, wait, this isn't working for me anymore. Yeah. And that's where the decondition takes place. But I think yeah. that's so powerful to, to remind our viewers even today, like, you can get to this place where you, you feel, um, infinite, endless, yeah. you feel your greatest potentials. You, you, you might not understand everything in this moment. And like you yeah. said, I have no idea what the next chapter could look yeah. like, but this chapter is phenomenal. So right. what the next one is, right. But when we can get to that space of just that contentment within us, like it's like anything else that can pour it is just a compliment to what is already, right? Right. And we're always going to meet contrast in our lives. So, you know, even here, you know, we talked about the healing, the what takes place when we have these things. We don't exist here always. I mean, this is, we understand we are spiritual beings having a human experience. We are here for this very human experience. All of the the challenge, the resistance, all of that is a part of this, of our spiritual journey. So we, you know, meeting meeting the dark that plays out, meeting the challenges and in and being where we are in the moment. It's like I, I can be here in this moment with all that is bliss and infinite and and wonderful and loving. But it's also with this very real part of it is I know it it's, you know, the dark is going to show up again. And I'm going to have to work through and deal and and move through that again. It's the beautiful continuum of what creates balance and harmony in our lives. And we can't, we don't just live this beautiful in life 
heightened space all the time, we have real shit to deal with. We got, you know, we have stuff that comes up. We have family matters and relationships and, and struggles that take form, but it's how we're choosing to deal with the challenges that matters the most. I think it's in the willingness, in the willingness to move through this, that you move through it, right? In the willingness yes. to look at the shadow, we'll project more light, but uh, right. when we reject it, when we don't want to look at it, when we're playing that victimized mentality of what yes. me, that willingness is removed and we're starting to sink in the mud, we're, it's starting to get dark and heavy, and then it's just learning again to find that mm. momentum, to move through, to find the willingness that this is just a part, this is just a, you know, a shadow to counteract the light, right? There's yes. that happening and and to be willing to have both dark and light in your life yeah and it's about loving both the dark and and light that exists inside of ourselves too because you know we do have that those shadow pieces of ours that need to be loved and nurtured just as much as as our light I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. And without, yeah, without the darkness, there is no light. You can't. Right. Exactly. It. You can, right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you can hate it. You can hate it all you want, but you need yeah. it. You need it. Darkness. Darkness is just another form of light. It's a little bit denser and it's waiting to remember itself as light. And, and that's really what our life puts us. It's just always helping us to remember the light that exists inside of us. Yeah. Letting it be revealed, sitting in a yeah. lot of to reveal right. Yeah. Right. Yes. I think I think in life as humans we become runners, right? We we start to run, we run from it all. We don't we don't want to sit in it, we don't want to feel it. We're so afraid that if we if we sit in it, if we sit in that mud that we're actually, you know, supposed to embrace, that we'll become it, that we'll become that energy. Right come that emotion but it's like if you can sit in it long enough you just you invite it yeah it like it's it, it goes it's it, it moves through you but until you can honor and acknowledge it nothing shifts because nothing's shifting right exactly you know I always say the simplest uh, of words in this but it's like we need to be willing to feel it in order to heal it if we're in resistance of anything in resistance it stays present with us and so when we are willing to sit in it and to be where we are and how we feel about things and just and hold space for that not in a way of judging ourselves for you know not being spiritual enough or you know we shouldn't be reacting this way you know um it's just no it's just like oh I'm gonna allow my little human right now some attention and some time to process to feel how how it needs to feel and in that you know when we understand the world of energy which of course I know you understand so uh so masterfully as well that, that we understand that everything is energy so all of these emotions we feel it's just energy it's energy that's looking you know it's energy in motion and it just needs to move through us to allow for more light to come in but we do we want quick fixes we want immediate gratification we want to get you know get our healing work done so we can get on to the good stuff on our journey and right. that's not how it works that's yeah. not how it is at all there's always this dance between the light and the dark and between the joy and the suffering but it is it's the the, the willingness to feel whatever is coming up and to allow for that to move through you I think be, being even willing to have a relationship with yourself, you know, I, I don't yeah. think we're, we're really taught that, right? We're, yeah. we're taught to look outside of ourselves. We're taught to look for those coping mechanisms or quick fixes or whatever it is. Yes. And so what we are really lacking is, is the relationship with ourselves in the way yes. we have relationships with the external. 
Yes. Um, you know, I, I always say, you know, my whole life I spent looking down and all I needed to was to look up and look in the mirror and, and there I was, right? I was searching for everything outside of myself and it was me that I was looking for the whole time. And so we look at, you know, yes, that relationship, you've heard it, the adages, you know, the most important relationship you will ever have in this life is with yourself. What a powerful conversation to be having in light of the Libra full moon right now where we're looking at, you know, everything relational yes. and right. And so we look at that nurturing of our ourselves. And, you know, we can blame our parents and we can blame our spouses and partners and friends and all these people who are doing all these terrible things to us. And yet, if we are not respecting ourselves and we're not loving and nurturing ourselves, how could we ever expect in our relationships that they'd be kind, nurturing, loving, or respectful, right? We're, we're exuding that. We're giving, we are ultimately giving permission to people to treat us the way that they treat us based on how we treat ourselves. So we look at, okay, where is my responsibility in all of this? Where am I in all of this? I love that. I love that. Being willing to have those deep inner conversations with yourself and not once, but all the damn time. <laughs> over the damn time. and over and over and right? over again. I think that's what, what it is, Bonnie. Yes. We've become really good at coaching ourselves. Like you have to be willing to coach yourself in the way that you're able yes. to work for others. Like you have right. to be able to work through the ego. You have to be able to work through the shadow. You have to be able to work through your limitations and your conditioning and honor it and acknowledge it and move through it and, and be willing to do so. Right. Because that's really the lack. I think that's the disconnect is we're looking outside of our own selves. Absolutely. You know, so, oh my gosh. And I again, look at that in terms of even what we talked about earlier in terms of what manifests um, when we look at, you know, understanding that if we're not doing that deeper internal work, I, you know, I always laugh and say some days I'm like a day ahead of my clients. Sometimes it's like, oh my God, I just worked through that. Right. We need to always be work doing our work so that we can show up for other people. If not, we're only going to get so far. And that also goes when we look at things that are manifesting, you know, that we want to manifest or bring into form in our lives, if we're not doing that work, we're not creating an alignment with those very energies that are allowing that to match the frequency in order for that to come into form. And so every time we're not willing, you know, we're, we're shutting down, we're resistance, we're in denial, or we're in blaming other people, whatever it is, we're of a lower vibration. And so we feel like we're so far away, we're so disconnected, that yeah, that, you know, it doesn't matter what the universe is doing, our angels and guides of trying to bring something into fruition for us, if right. we are not aligned with it, it's not going to happen, it will always feel like it's beyond reach. But the moment we we allow ourselves the to and and consistently and over and over again to stay in alignment to stay in alignment by doing the work and the times when it's challenging we're always bringing ourselves back over and over and over to coach ourselves to remind ourselves to allow ourselves to have a mindset that is enriched by um that of possibility and enriched by what is you know our worthiness uh, you know we go back to that again that that really is what helps to the in the alignment of it and it allows us then to be able to show up for other people but we we do we we can't we don't get very far the universe doesn't hold the energy for it either if we're not doing our work we will have success we will we will have a lot of things come into form in our lives and then it's almost like the bottom drops out of everything because the universe can't hold on to falsified light Right. right. Which falsified light, we could say, can be, you know, where we are talking the talk, but we're not walking the walk. The universe knows if we're walking it. Because right. you know, when I look at it, too, you know, why is this coming to form? Because it is within the energy that 
has been that is out there because the work is being done consistently, consciously, and in service, in service to others, but also in service to myself. Totally. I think being able to identify what we are choosing, because what we are choosing is really what we are receiving, what we're able to create in that moment. And, and once we can identify if we're latching onto the lack, like that is creating more lack in our life. And as soon as I think it's really just as soon as you become aware of it, you're, you're immediately lifting your energy. You're immediately going to begin to choose differently, whether that's knowingly or unknowingly. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite questions to ask is this choice taking me closer to what I love and what I, and how I want to be living my life, or is it taking me further away? Oh, I love, I love that. Well, Bonnie, where, where can we find you moving forward? Like what, what can we look forward to from you? (laughs) What, what little part can you share with us? as we? Oh my gosh. There's so much that's going on behind the scenes right now that unfortunately I can't give too much information on it. I can tell you that the whole media launch right now, um, of course, being selected as one of six women making a positive difference in America, there is a massive media launch that is going to be taking place in with it over the next couple of months. And so that will be everything from magazine interviews to um, uh, keynote speaking events to other podcast interviews and things like that, that are all set into it. So um, I don't, you know, in some ways, this is where I say I'm waiting, I'm just waiting to see what this is all going to entail and where it's going, you know, how it's going to play out. So uh, right now is much, you know, as I said, there are some things I wish I could share that I can't. And there's so many unknowns yet for me too. I'm going, I don't know what this is going to look like. I don't know what transpires or where things go from here. Um, There is a a lot of interest and there's a lot of buzzing around all of this. Um, And so I'm just surrendering. I'm just like, wherever this is going to take me, let it unfold. So when I look at, you know, here again, stay connected with me, just as you know, we are, you know, uh, through social media, through, you know, um, my YouTube channel, all those different things that are there. And I can look forward to, you know, sharing more as far as announcements as things go. And as I really find out, because right now, I honestly don't know. And I actually love not knowing because I haven't made any conclusions. I have no concepts of what this is going to look like. And again, to me, not knowing is always an ultimate form of surrender. The limitations behind you, because the is a part of the surrender. We love that. That's so good. Well, Bonnie. I, I just want to thank you for being you. You are inviting all of us into growth, watching you as a mentor, growing into all these places, going global, you know, it just, it reminds all of us that, that, you know, we are, we have unlimited potential and you are such an inspiration for me in my life. And I just want to thank you so much for being a part of my world and showing up today to just share your beautiful, bright light. As people will have heard today, you are just such a powerful gifted soul. So Aww. thank you for being you, Bonnie. To find you, Bonnie Worth, what is it? Bonnieworth.com? Bonnieworth.ca. Dot, Bonnie Okay. Yeah. BonnieWorth.ca. Um, and Taylor, you know, before we go, I just want to say I adore you. I did from the moment you walked in on that very first day and I saw you know, this, this energy about you, this potential about you. And uh, I love that you know, you've allowed yourself to truly express and be who you are, what a gift you are to the lives of so many people. And truly, you you are a gift in mine as well. So I'm so grateful for this conversation and to be able to spend this time with you. Thank you, Bonnie. You are a gift to me. Thank you, everybody awesome. for tuning in. Take Thank care you. and all the best, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Awakening Within with myself, Taylor Schneider. If you enjoyed this podcast, Please like, share, and subscribe. 
If you are interested in working with me at a deeper soul level, visit my website, awakenmedium.com and see if there's a course or possibly one of my subscriptions that feels called to you. My subscriptions are community-based, helping you grow and become in all ways possible, as well as guiding you through deep levels of meditation, 